Okay, so here we are. This is our second time we're chatting. And I know a lot has happened over the last few months since we last talked. So this is another edition of my podcast. And I have with me today, Whitney War, who I spoke to a couple months ago, but I invited her back for another interview. So Whitney, if you don't mind doing like a brief introduction and a background yourself, that would be great. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of putting me on a spot, but hey, it is what it is. Um, I'm Whitney, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. I am an entrepreneur who's just trying to figure this part out, um, riding the waves of, you know, creating a business and actually being in my business and doing it full time now. Which is a self care business. Um, right now, I have skincare products and aromatherapy products based around wellness and balancing that with my son. So, a little bit of mom life and entrepreneurship. Best of both worlds. That's great. Um, so, for like the business piece, because I've always been curious about, you know, people's stories in regards to making or starting small businesses, because that's been a big, a big shift in, you know, the way people see businesses in the sense that these days people find it more, more feasible and more doable and more possible to start a, a business these days with the incredible amount of resources out there. So I just really curious to know what got you into, you know, small businesses and what inspired inspired you to start a self-care business in particular? Well, honestly, I was kind of pushed into it um, due to COVID. I was laid off and needing, you know, another source of income to come in like within an overnight amount of time. However, um, launching quickly as I did last year, it was beneficial, but at the same time, it was more of a learning process for me. And my need for self-care, my um, lifestyle of self-care has done me a great deal. So mm-hmm. long as it's something that I'm passionate about and I implement in my daily life, it makes it easy for me to market to other people. Because it's not just me trying to sell you a product and, you know, the only goal is to make money, but it's to sell you a lifestyle of really caring for yourself, you know, making a time to do it and being serious about it. Yeah. And it's great that you said that the last piece, because I think it's important to watch out for, you know, business owners who are selling products just for the sake of making money. But you know, you can tell that they're not necessarily passionate about what they're doing is more of a hustle rather than a passion. And that's why I kind of gravitate to businesses that, yes, this is like a form of income and they're looking to make, you know, a living for themselves. But at the same time, this is something that they have great knowledge on and it's something that they genuinely enjoy. Absolutely. It's very important. Absolutely. (laughs) And coming from someone who's actually a customer of your your business and just like FYI, those products are amazing. Wow, thank you. (laughs) They're amazing. So the products that I use from her self-care gift shop website was a rose water facial kit set. And there was like a, a skin cream. There was like this spray. And I failed to remember the other one. The uh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. The mask. So I used all three and it's been very amazing. And I think me finding about that product came at the right time because someone recommended rose water to me as like a way to like help with like facial skin tone and toning your skin Mm -hmm. and I've had a very long history of acne issues and 
and I have very oily skin. So I'm always looking for products that can help me, you know, kind of alleviate that and kind of tone it down, especially during this time of year where it's very hot. (laughs) I'm an outside person. I love going outside. I love being in nature. So, but a disadvantage to that is that it can have a really damaging effect on your skin, like breaking out and, you know, the sweat accumulating on your body. It, it is a mess. That's why I'm always like looking for great products that can like help with like facial toning, but also, you know, it's not, you know, too, too much product in it, but like just enough that, you know, it can really help with the effects. And that's what I like about, like about your set is that it is just enough ingredients and it's not overdoing it. It's not too many chemicals. So that's what I specifically enjoyed about it too. And I have noticed a difference in my skin in the weeks that I've used it. And I know since I'm using it consistently, I'm going to see more differences. So it's a great product. It's very great. Highly recommend it. (laughs) Thank you. And the key for me was like keeping it simple because like even for food, I don't want to read ingredients and it's like a thousand things that I can't pronounce. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so especially with our skin, that being the biggest organ on our body and, you know, absorbs the most, I wanted to make sure it was vegan products and it's safe enough to use on children as well. Yes. And, you know, I've also noticed going back to like the ingredients piece is that we as you know, people, we tend to not read the ingredients. We're kind of like a a very like visual type people where mm-hmm. what's on the front of like the bottle or the box, it, that's what like appeals to us the most. But we don't really tend to read like the labels as much as we should. And, right. <laughs> and I've, these days I've been very picky, not only about like, not just food, but also like hair products and facial products. It's like, what am I putting in my body? Because, you know, as a person of faith, it's like my body is my temple and I want to know what I'm putting in my temple. (laughs) Absolutely. And if it's anything that I can't pronounce, (laughs) then it's nine times out of 10, I don't need it. So I'm very picky these days as to what I'm putting on my body and what I'm know put into my body in regards to food art do you see yourself like that more these days now that you own like a self-care business or have you always like have that like that inclination to be like okay you know this is not this may not be right for me no I've always been like that and sometimes it's to the extreme which is like even like with the uh, fragrance that we spray in the house just to give it a nice scent Mm -hmm. I'm very cautious about that And that's another thing that I'm going to add to my business, Um, you know, because we like for the house to smell good, our cars to smell good, but we don't want all those harsh chemicals as well, like risking cancer or something like that. Exactly. So I'm mindful about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like um, my friend, she's like, well, Whitney, you know, you can't be picky about everything. I'm like, yeah, I kind of can. So I definitely (laughs) take advantage of that. I mean, with all like the resources out there that can really like give us like the fine print of like what certain things that we we should use and what certain things that we should not use, especially in regards to like what's like particularly a vegan product and what's not. Like some products, they may come off as like, okay, this is like 100% vegan. And then you may look it up and then, you know, that may not be 100% the truth. right these days you kind of can't help but be picky because you just never know like absolutely what's going on and and as people I feel like we should be more invested in our health and in not just physical mental spiritual pretty much all all of the Especially if we're like people, people of faith that follow like the Christian faith or whatever faith you may follow, you know, if we are created in 
in God's image. And God wants us to live in a way that is healthy and that uplifts our bodies, not only of our, our own bodies, but like our brothers and sisters. You know, it's just like keeping that, that checks and balances of letting people know, hey, this is something that you may not want to use product-wise, but not just like products, but just like in general. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of like my, my little mini, mini rant. <laughs> no, you know, because all of that, it goes together. It's kind of like a, a car, you know, the, the parts of a car, you need all those components to work together for the car to move. Mm-hmm. And if we are spiritually out of alignment, um, emotionally you know, imbalanced, like we won't proper function, you know, proper correctly, I would say. So for me, self-care has always been um, doing the work on the inside first and like the outside, that's that's the icing on the cake, that's the candles, right? The mm-hmm. skincare, the physical. And that's kind of like the structure that I want my business in. Um, I am producing guided journals to kind of help people push some things to the surface in order to deal with that. So my goal is to be like target for self-care, have (laughs) many brands under one umbrella eventually. I know you had mentioned, you know, like having air fresheners. What other kind of products were you thinking of? you know, add it on to your business? Well, I have a wellness aromatherapy set called Reset that helps with uh, insomnia and just pretty much helps you balance your emotions or balance yourself at the end of the day because we know that certain scents triggers or activate certain um, emotions within us, right? Mm -hmm. So with the lavender and the frankincense, all of that, it's really a wellness thing. Something you can burn at the end of your day or just, you know, whenever you feel that you need it. And I have this spray as well. That's kind of like the candle, but just in a spray format that you can spray Mm -hmm. in your car, your office space, on your linens, just to add that extra peacefulness to your sleep. Yeah. (laughs) I tend to do that a lot. I'm, I'm very big on aromatherapy, something that I've been like following for a few years. And I think thanks to my mom, because she's the one that got me into it. I think I've lessened the amount of like name brand air fresheners or, you know, candles and stuff that I have in my apartment. And I've noticed that it's really worked wonders because when you're spraying say like more like chemical infused products in the air you know it does affect your body and as a person me personally I tend to get migraines a lot yes it it can be a pain if you're like using those types of chemicals so it's good to like have like those products out there where it less is more yes and you're able to get what you're trying to get out of a product, which is in this case, trying to freshen up your house, but also not giving yourself a headache while you're doing it and trying to avoid that. Absolutely. Like if I get this uh, Febreze plug-in, yeah, it's going to smell good, but at the expense of what, right? So just being mindful of all that. Yeah, and I remember my mom used to buy those Febreze products all the time, and then she like put a stop to it because she realized that it was really doing more harm than good in the home, and that's when she really began turning to more natural products. I think our natural journey, my me and my mom's, it started a little over 10 years ago. Like, we went natural with our hair and started using more natural like cleaning products in the home and you know aromatherapy and those sorts of things and that's kind of like what inspired me to go along like my natural journey and then just 
like being more picky about food. I'm going back to food because I, I love food, but I'm very picky about what I eat. So that's another big thing as well. Same here. But I think another question I would have for you is we're like over a year into the pandemic and you know things have changed drastically for all of us. But I think what I want to ask you is that since the last time we talked, which I think was back in November last year, how have you been able to navigate the pandemic, especially since you're a business owner and maybe even like personally, if you feel comfortable with speaking on that as well? Well, for me, um, I've been able to be a bit more balanced um, far as in like scheduling. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing for me right now is continuing to surrender my will to God because he has been yes. calling me deeper and deeper into him. And it's to the point now, like in May, he had me quit my job. And that was the last piece of like my independence of me being in control physically, right? Or in a sense. Mm -hmm. But it's like my faith has been stretched <laughs> a lot. But for the most part, um, I've been excited about it because it's the, it's an, uh, it's an answered prayer, but of course not how I would have answered it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, honestly, it's the best thing I could have ever done was to completely surrender everything to God. I can definitely speak on that myself. Like during the pandemic last year, I was also laid off from my job. And it was quite scary for me because this is the first time I'm living by myself. And, you know, as a 22 year old, well, I was 21 when I first moved in, but I'm 22 now. It, you know, it's scary. You're trying to navigate, you know, being a young adult, living on my own and in a pandemic and unemployed. So it was really, you know, a very trying time for me. But in those moments where it's trying, you know, I was praying and, you know, spending time with God. And I think in a way I'm thankful for that time because, you know, given the world that we live in, it, everything's so fast paced. And then sometimes we just forget to like give thanks to God for helping us get to where, get to wherever position that we're in today. Absolutely. And for me, it was a very, a very difficult time for me, but in a way it was also a very healing time for me because it strengthened you know, my relationship with God. And like, even today, like I would just like pray out loud to myself and just express gratitude any time of the day, really. And that's like, kind of like my way of, you know, having fellowship with God. Whereas prior to like that situation happening, you know, that wasn't the first thing on my mind, you know, I'm just going on about life, like a, a normal, late teen, early 20s person would do. But in that experience of like me being laid off and, you know, it got to the point where, you know, I was having mental health issues and, you know, I was hospitalized. And it was a very trying time for me, but it helped me build resilience and perseverance and also helped me build my faith. And Absolutely. It brought me closer. And it puts things in perspective. Like I was reflecting on that time the other day because next month will be a full year that I've lived on my own. And which is crazy because, you know, I didn't think that I would even make it to a full year of living by myself, but here I am, I did it. And I was like, wow, I, I got through all of that. And I was like, I know I could not have got through that without God. Like there's no other 
way of explaining how I was able to get through all of that. Like, yeah, I had like friends and family who would, you know, support me like along the way, but my greatest help was, you know, strengthening my relationship with God. It, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Absolutely. Because we're able to, you know, build our trust in him because like you said before, when we were working and just out in the world, we were subconsciously making these jobs and what we wanted to do an idol, not mm-hmm. knowing it, you know. And once he was able to strip us of those things, we were able to truly see that God is the source for all things, right? And as people, we are his hands and feet of the earth. So when we have people that come into our lives and they they bless us in ways that it's like, hey, I was just praying for this. And Mm -hmm. here it is, my friend, um, she's answering that prayer, right? That's God moving through a friend. Absolutely. And what's so funny to me, not to like bring up politics or nothing like that, but going there, um, when everyone was, you know, around the election time and voted for Biden and um, he get in the White House and he's cutting stimulus checks and it's like people were idolizing him mm-hmm. for that. And it's like, y'all missing it. Like this man can't even wake up. Uh, you know, if God does not allow it, we, we skip the most important miracle of each day is just, you know, God giving us another day, God using certain people to bless us. Mm -hmm. And we give that glory to, um, to, to man and not saying, Hey, thank you, Lord, for this blessing. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. That's like giving up almost say giving up, but basically giving your faith or giving credit. That's not a great word to say, but that's the best word to come up with to like worldly possessions or to man. Right. Or, you know, to our own subconscious thoughts. Right. And what's so funny is because God was even confirming to me, like he's at my job that I was at um, four years prior to being laid off. And he was like, those many times that I packed my desk up every day because I had a very stressful job then, only to return the next day, God was like, I was trying to get you to trust me then. Mm. And, you know, of course, things have to align and he has to prep us for each initial jump, leap of faith with him. And when I quit my job in May, I'm talking, he made sure that I, I couldn't give anybody else the glory but him right Mm -hmm. I'm talking about bills were piled up okay I had all kind of circumstances that uh, any other person whose faith isn't now it isn't where mine is or you know another believer is who's like extremely there in their faith they would have ignored God because of their circumstances like well God I got this I got that and in a sense, I was like, God, I don't know about this. Like I have a son and all of this. Right. Mm -hmm. But in the middle of just a working day around 11 AM, he was like, you ready or not, you know, send the email now. I need you to quit now. Like, I don't need a two weeks notice. I don't need you to do anything. I need you to quit today. And I remember recording a video and I posted it on Instagram. I was thinking, cause sometimes the Holy Spirit downloads things to me to share. And it's not necessarily for me. It may be for somebody else. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking that it was, but the confirmations were too loud, you know? And it's like, right after I posted that video, it was like, not even an hour later, it was like, it's go time. So send the email now, tell them that you quit now. And after I did that, so much peace came over me. Like it, I was crying and everything because I, I felt relieved, you know? I didn't worry about what was in my bank account. I didn't worry about um, what was coming next, how I was going to pay for this and that and that until you know I got into the month of June and things started looking a little iffy 
And I was like, well, God, I'm accumulating more bills <laughs> since I've been off, you know, but that's when God really is able to manifest, you know, in our midst, in the midst of us not knowing that's when he really comes in and shows out, you know, and I was worried about June's rent a little bit. I was worried about July. He came through, took care of all of that, you know, yeah. and everything that I have always prayed for is like, he was kind of like telling me, you know, don't miss the blessing looking at how it's coming in. I said, I want to do activate your purpose in my business full time. Here it is. I'm doing it right. Not under the terms and conditions that I would do it. Of course, we would want to save money and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. But as I am still learning that in this faith walk, it's never really a sense of comfortability, right? You can never really truly be comfortable in this life. <laughs> never. Like he can hit you with a nice financial blessing today and then boom, you're dealing with um, mental conflictions, right? with the emotions and all of that but as I'm also learning to remember you know who we are to him and who he is to us he's our father and my relationship with like my physical father hasn't been the best so I was tending to put God in that same category you know about being let down and all of that and God is like nah I need you to come up higher You know, I need you to see me for who I am, right? Mm. So God has really just been, he's been showing out in my world. Let's just say that. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And, you know, especially as a a young adult, I tend to, I'm a very, I like to say I'm a very faith person, person of faith excuse me, yeah, spiritual person. And I, it's very funny what you mentioned about, you know, like your relationship with your physical father. I only met my physical father like once or twice my entire life. So I, I didn't really think too much about God as like, like my physical father, but I did see God as like, you know, a sense of protection and like that, that fatherly figure that I really needed growing up mm-hmm. and growing up in the single parent home, it can really mess it with your head Yeah, because you don't get to see what it's like to have both parents and what that dynamic is. And you don't have a concept of what that is. And then when you go out into the world and like this is for me personally, you know, seeking out potential like partners, it can be difficult because it's just like, I was like, I don't have like really like something to look off of. And I think that's kind of what also made me get closer to God more. It's just like, okay. I want what I desire a relationship, but it's not going to go the way that I want it to go. And I definitely cannot go about it myself. I need, you know, that guidance from God. And I would just pray to God to just like help me, like, like guide my heart in my mind, my soul, and my and my spirit, and just let it go that way. And it's been really helpful for me. It hasn't been the easiest for me, but to be honest, I'd rather wait and go on about my life and just let God help me with that with that path instead of, you know, going about it my way, then potentially putting myself in a situation where, okay, you know, this, this is not what I planned, or this is not what I was looking for. And I think for me, 
being that I am young, I feel the tendency to just want things now because I'm young and not really understanding that, you know, life is a journey. And sometimes you have to go like through those hurdles and obstacles in order to like really understand what God is doing for you in your life. That's something that I've been really working heavily on and reflecting on and praying and talking to God about. And yeah, it's really going to be a long journey, but I feel at peace knowing that I'm not doing it alone. Right. And the thing for me, like with dating, I had to like surrender that area to God, right? Because the type of man that I was praying for and, you know, also making sure or asking that it's in alignment with what God wants for me. If God would have gave me the man that I was requesting, I would have sabotaged it, right? Because it was conditions that I needed to um, purge. And I went through a couple of months of just not dating, right? Mm -hmm. And because God asked me not to. So I'm like, okay, I get in those moments where it's like, hey, God, well, what about me in this dating area? And then a situation occurred where it shows me that, hey, I'm really not ready for what I asked for. Exactly. So even in the midst of my singleness, it, it man, <laughs> I am appreciative of it because I was able to get a different perspective of who I was putting out in the relationships um, with, you know, manipulative ways and controlling and this whole independent um, demeanor that I have, right? Not saying that it's bad, not saying that it's just um, the greatest thing to be, but sometimes mm -hmm. we can allow that to come and, you know, create an ego that is subconsciously pushing people away right because of a past relationship we don't want to be hurt so I build this wall either I know that I've built it or I don't know that I built it but I'm acting in this way out of thinking that I'm protecting myself and it's really nah I'm not exactly so just you know allowing God to purge us and prepare us just do some fine tuning to make sure that we are in a position to receive what it is that we want. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm going to appreciate singleness more. Like I spoke with a friend about it the other day and she was talking about the same thing. We're the same age. So she was like, yeah, you know, I, I feel some those similar ways where, you know, is singleness has its benefits because it kind of helps you get to know yourself and you know as a person of faith you know it allows God to step in and you know prepare us and and kind of force us to be like hey let's put things in perspective but then you Absolutely. know and then like the downsides it's like like the longing and the and you know sometimes the loneliness creeps in and that only for me, that kind of only means that well, one is just like an up and down kind of like cycle of emotions, but it's also, it's kind of like a signal like, okay, you know, keep, you know, fostering a relationship with God. Like help. Right. Like there's so like, I like reading like Bible verses you know, depending on like a certain emotion I'm feeling. And like, I like to write down like the Bible verses for later. And I kid you not, there were like tons of Bible verses for like loneliness. <laughs> and I remember just like going through my Bible. I like to highlight in my Bible. I, some people don't really like that, but that's like kind of way that helps me remember verses. So I'm like going through the Bible and I'm like highlighting <laughs> every verse that sticks out to me. And it's, it's really helpful to like 
have like that that solace and that comfort and my body yeah because that's your connection your relationship with him you know yeah and it's personal he wants us as personal and open and transparent as we are you know with our friends mm-hmm. so and that's another thing that I'm steadily working on is like being more open and like not holding back because when I'm alone with God it's, it's just me it's just me and God and I get to mm-hmm. sit with him you know on my own as opposed to like you know just you know working at a church mm-hmm. so it's good to like have like those those moments where you just just really focused and alone with God and that's why I'm also gravitated to fasting as well. That's yeah, something that's like that's really good. changed for me like throughout this pandemic because I'm a person that loves food and being that I live alone, it, it does like kind of open that window to like self-indulge a little too much. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was like, if I start fasting, I take a break from like eating food for like a couple of days. I think the longest I fasted so far was like three days and three nights. And, you know, that's a, a big win for me. Right. So, and then recently, you know, I took a break from, well, I say Instagram. I can't take a break from all social media because I'm a social media manager at my job. So I can't really take a break from everything. But I decided like, hey, let me just uninstall Instagram and like just take a week to like fast and detox from you know that particular app and it's just like been a way for me to like cleanse and be more open and you know express my my gratitude and my prayers to God and I know it's like a difference like in myself like physically mentally and spiritually when I do those do fasting so mm-hmm. that's something I've been like really implementing more into my daily life notice too that you know when we do fast that's direct communication to him we Mm -hmm. have nothing to like um i don't know the word i'm looking for but like distract like yeah distract us yeah because certain foods will can block that communication all of that Mm -hmm. um that just goes back to you know what we put in our bodies Yeah, and that's why I'm all I'm always mindful about what I eat. And I'm not saying that I'm like a vegan or whatever, but you know, moderation is key <laughs> when you're right. You know, eating. and it's your pace, what works for you. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, on their journey because they're a hundred percent raw vegan or whatever, they try to. It, and a lot of people try to like compete their journeys in a sense. That's why I like, I kind of fall off social media sometimes because a lot of it be a joke to me. Like your journey is your journey and mine is mine, right? But because we've been so conditioned to look at the next person's paper instead of keeping our eyes on our own, that's where comparison comes in and, you know, we have to do what works for us. You know, God created us. He gave us a blueprint and said, hey, these are the obstacles you're going to go through in life to prepare you and train you and get you to this point where I need you to be because your purpose, your um, gifts and talents requires this, right? Mm. So I just try to put things into perspective that way. And like the people that um, will gravitate towards you in your um like your podcast and things of that nature certain things you went through in life it's not just for you but it's for them too right for you to mm-hmm. minister to them for you to teach them and guide them yeah so i just try to look at a lot of things like that and it's important it's good that you know that social media is because these days i've noticed you know, a great deal of, 
you know, accounts that they kind of geared towards like, like the Christian faith or whoever religious faith, but sometimes it doesn't like fully come off as authentic. And I was talking to my, my best friend about this the other day, and she had mentioned how, you know, social media being inorganic and how you can't really truly connect with someone on a, a deeper level on a, on like a social media platform. And if we're thinking right. about, you know, spreading God's message, you know, on a social media platform, sometimes there could be a disconnect. And that's something that been that's been really weighing heavily on my mind. Because you want to always like be careful what like you're intaking. Mm-hmm. A lot of like s- certain accounts that I've noticed, there's a lot of feel good messages, mm-hmm. but it's not entirely like the whole message. If right. So and that's uh, why we have to, you know, test the spirit because one thing that I, I cannot um feed myself as someone who's always trying to preach you happy, teach you happy, give you prosperity messages. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> Cause I know the kind of conversations God and I have. I know the rebukes that he give me and I know certain messages that he's given me in the past to put out. And I will question it. Like, I'm like, God, I don't know about that, you know, but at the end of the day, we are here to edify the body of Christ. Right. And that comes with correction. Exactly. And you have a lot of people that aren't talking about repentance because it goes against something that they're doing in their individual lives or something that they're, um, you know, around that they don't want to let go of. Prime Mm -hmm. example for me, um, drinking and hanging out with friends that do drink or friends that smoke weed. I know I cannot do that anymore. And I know that certain people that I used to hang out with, you know, they still do that. They kick it. They have a good time. And if that's something that I cannot be a part of, you know, I have to let that be known. Yeah. And, you know, especially on social media, you really don't really entirely know what these, I, I'll just say quote unquote influencers. I did not want to say that word, but I'll just say it for like like this this case. You don't really entirely know like what they're like when the camera is off. Absolutely. When they're not posting. <laughs> it's like they can feed you these great messages and you know, it'd be something that you resonate with. However, you know, you may never know, maybe this is for whatever reason, they're probably copying off of someone else's like paper, like you mentioned earlier, or maybe they're kind of using it as like a hustle or those sorts of things. Or maybe they, they truly are authentic and you know, maybe they're seeing social media as a way to spread God's message. But you right. never know. <laughs> and that's why, you know, in all things we must take everything to him. Mm-hmm because he will surely reveal it. (laughs) And for those that are just, you know, trying to up their followers or make an income off of it, Lord, forgive them now. Because, you know, I'm talking about, I've got rebuke for the, to me, the smallest thing. I'm going to give you another example. I purchased a, a new sofa for my living room. And when my friend was moving it in, they cracked my neighbor's window and I was like oh Jesus I can't pay for that so I was like I'm gonna be quiet and let maintenance you know handle that so when she asked me she was like you um did you see anything that happened in my window I'm like no you know nothing (laughs) here it is three months later God was like oh yeah um I need you to go over there and tell her the truth and apologize I'm like God it's three months later like she ain't really thinking about that (sighs) You know, and I know when he gives me a command or something that he tells me to do. And if I don't do it, I know, you know, what I'm saying how that feels. So for people that are playing or um, joining in on a fad of, you know, talking about God, 
But if you're not walking in it, I can only imagine the hell <laughs> that is breaking loose in their lives, you know, because we only get protection from God when we are abiding by his decrees and demands, you know? Exactly. So it is so it's so important. It really, it really is. And it kind of like really helps you put things in perspective. Absolutely. That's like the main, the main thing. Because so, like I always tell my friend, I'm like, yeah, I oh God, who's this at my door? <laughs> I'm like, I can't do what everybody else do. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those kids, I get caught. <laughs> Uh, hold on one second I'm sorry Carter not at home he won't be at home this weekend okay Jesus (laughs) (laughs) so I think like one of my my final questions I have for you is what is one of the biggest things biggest takeaways that you have for you know the past few months since we last spoke like has there been like certain things that stood out to you or certain lessons that you've learned that really resonated with you yeah absolutely um just really and truly learning to trust God over everything else and really understanding what faith looks like you know walking it out and understanding you know how important it is not to have doors open to the enemy and trying to live as righteous as possible it's not easy (laughs) at all but um it's worth it that's why they call it the narrow path Mm. so just um trying to do what I know I'm supposed to do and that's activate my purpose (laughs) yeah and we may fall short but you know God is still there with us yes and I'm glad you said that because you know that's inevitable right we're we're gonna fall short somewhere because it's a teachable moment in everything but I also learned too to give myself grace because we will, we are so quick to um, condemn ourselves, listening to the voice of the enemy. And he's like, uh, you know, trying his best to steer us away from God, but God gives us so much grace, mm-hmm. so much grace. And we don't even give ourselves a, a third of what he gives us. Exactly. And the many mistakes that I've made, um, I was really allowing that to stop me from doing things that God asked me. Like I said, the conference that I hosted in 2019, I sat on that for two years because I was like, well, God, you know, I, I've lived this type of lifestyle, right? I don't really think <laughs> that you you got the right person, mm-hmm. but he he uses all of that. Yeah, so that's been another like huge lesson for me, grace and faith and truly trusting him and knowing that even in the waiting season, he, he's doing something. We, we can't see it and we get impatient and we're like, God, where are you at, right? But he, he's always right on time, literally. Yes, he is. So I've just learned to not get ahead of him and stay mindful and present throughout my day because I'm so quick to worry about next week and I don't even know if I'm gonna be here (laughs) next week (laughs) yeah yeah tomorrow's not promised any of us right and so I know that God provides our daily bread so long as I have what I need for the day I'm cool and I just go with that amen to that (laughs) (laughs) well I think we can um, cap it off on that note. I really want to thank you for being willing to do another interview with me and, you know, just sharing, you know, your wisdom, you 
you know, your experiences since the last time we talked and, you know, and congratulations on your business, you know, especially, you know, given the difficulties that we're all going through with the pandemic, you, you know, you're, you have a business and it's been launched, you know, quicker than you expected, but things are going, things are going for you. So congratulations. And I can't wait to see how God continues to move and work, you know, through your journey. Thank you, ma'am. And you continue to keep going. I'm proud of you. You're doing, you motivate me, like seriously. Really? <laughs> yeah, because like on some days where the warfare is intense, I'd be like, I'm not doing none of this no more, God, because walking with you, you know, like attacks be coming everywhere. But, you know, once he come in and reminds us, like, I'm still here while you down there crying and having a pity party, I'm ready to go. So, yeah, seeing some things that you post, it, it motivates me to get back up. That's, that's great to hear. <laughs> and I, I get that sometimes from, you know, those around me, friends, peers, otherwise. And, you know, I just tend to like go about life in a way where I don't really tend to pay attention. <laughs> sometimes I, I tend to be in my own little world. That's I, the best thing. I'm a daydreamer. So when people like <laughs> come up to me and like tell me like some things that like impact them positively, it's kind of like a what really? I, I really like <laughs> it, but it's it's a great thing. I, I take it as a compliment. It's just like I just you know just appear dumbfounded sometimes. But I take it as a compliment, and I see it as like okay, the work that I'm doing, you know, someone's resonated with resonating with it, and they're gravitating to it. And you know, being like a creative person myself, you know. That's something that I, that's really what I truly want as like an artist or like a creator. I just want someone to gravitate to it or find something, you know, within my work that they resonate with. So it's always very appreciating when I hear like good comments like that. So thank yes, you. Ma yes, ma'am. Yeah. So we can end it here. Once again, thank you. And I look forward to catching up soon. Thank you. You have a blessed weekend. Okay. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.